We're going to have a word of prayer together here. Um, and after prayer, like Pastor Mavar, it's wonderful to have them back with us, isn't it? And, uh, for a good long time, God willing. I'd like to have Pastor Mavar come up and read the Old Testament Messianic text in Isaiah 53 for us tonight. So if you want to turn your Bibles there, um, have him come up and read that for us after prayer. Isaiah 53, and then we'll partake of the Lord's Supper. So let's pray and enjoy that time together. Lord, we thank you so much for this opportunity. This is not a routine, Lord. This is a mandate of our Savior for many a good reason for us spiritually and practically. We thank you for this time to worship by way of remembrance tonight. We thank you, Lord, for the tremendous value that is to us personally and corporately as a church. We certainly have no existence as a body without the sacrifice of our Savior, without his bodily sacrifice. And we certainly have no communion with you, uh, no restoration of relationship with you without the sacrifice of our Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, that he was the Lamb of God that bore our sin, that appeased your wrath against us as sinners. We thank you, Lord, that we can be reconciled to you, brought back into a friendly accord with you because of the sufficiency of his sacrifice on the cross for us. So for these and so many other reasons, we're glad, Lord, to take this time to remember you and all that you've done for us in your Son. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. All right, Pastor Mavar, come on up and let's read the whole chapter together. Isaiah 53. Who has believed our message? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he grew up before him like a tender shoot, like a root out of parched ground. He has no stately form or majesty that we should look upon him, nor appearance that we should be attracted to him. He was despised and forsaken of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And like one from whom men hide their face, he was despised, and we did not esteem him. Surely our griefs he himself bore, and our sorrows he carried. Yet we ourselves esteemed him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was pierced through our, through, he was pierced through, excuse me, for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The chastisement of our well-being fell upon him, and by his scourging we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way, but the Lord has caused the iniquity of us all to fall on him. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. Like a lamb that is led to slaughter and like a sheep that is silent before its shearers, so he did not open his mouth. By oppression and judgment he was taken away, 
And as for his generation, who considered that he was cut off out of the land of the living for the transgression of my people to whom the stroke was due? His grave was assigned with the wicked men, yet he was with the rich man in his death, because he had done no violence, nor was there any deceit in his mouth. But the Lord was pleased to crush him, putting him to grief. If he would render himself as a guilt offering, he will see his offspring. He will prolong his days, and the good pleasure of the Lord will prosper in his hand. As a result of the anguish of his soul, he will see it and be satisfied. By his knowledge, the righteous one, my servant, will justify the many, as he will bear their iniquities. Therefore, I will allot him a portion with the great, and he will divide the booty with the strong. Because he poured out himself to death and was numbered with the transgressors, yet he himself bore the sin of many and interceded for the transgressors. How merciful it was over the Lord some 700 to 750 years before Jesus was born to be so descript about the coming Savior. People knew at least as much as they knew. They knew enough, didn't they, by his mercy through that very clear prophecy. Enough to be saved, for sure. Um, for those of you who are with us tonight, and I know there's some folks here that have recently trusted the Lord as their Savior. This may be your first time uh, to participate in the Lord's Supper together. Welcome to you. Uh, it's a wonderful opportunity for you to worship tonight. And we do this really in remembrance of the Lord Jesus Christ and what he's just recently done for you. Uh, if you've recently trusted Christ as your Savior, you know the relief in your soul that only Christ's forgiveness can offer. And you're probably still in that little spiritual honeymoon stage where your heart's still jumping for joy, as ours do often. Uh, and so we're glad to have you. But tonight, uh, we do together as a family that which the Lord commanded us to do, as often as we do it, in remembrance of all that he's done for us. So we don't take communion together to be saved again and again and again. Uh, the Lord Jesus Christ's sacrifice was once for all. And your opportunity to be born again was once, and it's good for all time. Uh, we do this in remembrance of that one-time sufficient sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ. And it's good for us to do this, to remember back. So be thankful in your hearts tonight. Um, obviously, your hearts need to be right before the Lord in fellowship with him. But this is a time really of not routine, religious routine. It is a time of rejoicing. It is a time of thanksgiving. Uh, so allow your hearts to overflow with being overwhelmed with all of who Jesus is and what he's done for you, okay? So our elders are come forward to the front as I pray and as the instrument plays, um, uh, we'll partake of the Lord's uh, symbol of the sacrifice of his body for us, okay? So I'll pray for that this evening uh, as we continue. Father in heaven, we thank you for just the function of the Godhead 
in eternity past. We, we're so thankful, Lord, for just the decrees, your decrees that you've been faithful to. You decreed to create. You decreed to permit the fall. You decreed in eternity past to provide a way for fallen mankind to be brought back into fellowship with you. And in Christ, you were faithful to that decree. We're so thankful, Lord, that you allowed us by your mercy to know of him, to be drawn of the Spirit of God unto him, unto you in Christ. We're so thankful, Lord, that all this is possible because as Pastor Mark read, his body was broken. It was broken for us. And he took, Lord, your wrath upon himself, a wrath that no man could have borne up under. But the God-man could, and he did as a sufficient sacrifice. We're so thankful, Lord, that there was a resurrection after that death, a resurrection that proved that he not only could die for sin, but he could have power over the effects of sin, which is death. And we're so thankful that in him we have a resurrection to come as well. So we thank you again for the opportunity to partake together in this manner to remember in Christ's name. Amen.
Paul says, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus in the night in which he was betrayed took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Ask Pastor Hobie to come and return thanks for the symbol of our Lord's violent death as we prepare to take the cup. Father in heaven, we thank you for the opportunity we have to be here tonight. We delight as the church in this ordinance and we are brought near once again in memory to the truths that uh, surround the cross and we are here certainly uh, the sense of uh, bittersweetness of bitterness recognizing our own sin uh, the anguish of your soul Lord Jesus and the horrific nature of the uh, of the death of Jesus uh, of you a very bloody and violent one. Jesus, you bore the very wrath of God for our sin. And without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. And we thank you, dear Jesus, for, for your amazing sacrifice in our behalf. And we know you, what you want us to do. Uh, you know how you want us to go from this place uh, to continue to be unified together as a body of believers and as we stand at the foot of the cross we realize there's no reason why we can't be uh, in fact we must be and we know it's the the blood of Jesus that makes it possible and so we gather all these things up in our minds we confess these things anew and afresh we pray that you would see the the disposition of our heart and that you would be pleased and we thank you that you are. We do this in remembrance and are so very thankful. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen.
continues in the same way he took the cup uh, also after supper saying this cup is the new covenant in my blood do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me for as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup you proclaim the Lord's death uh, until he comes uh, you may partake Thank you, Lord Jesus, again for setting the example for us in the Last Supper with your own disciples of that which we needed and can do as a family. Thank you for commanding us to set a time aside to remember and to be thankful and to celebrate all the spiritual blessings and riches that we have in you because of your sacrifice for us. In Christ's name.